Garf on. Got my scarf on. Garf's on. We're recording. Looking good, Fiona. We are. How are you? Good. I'm all right. Where's that scarf? Where'd you get that scarf from? That scarf. Fiona number two bought me that. Oh yeah. From the Gap. It's my good scarf. <laughs> your good scarf. I hate to see what your shade scarf looks like. Oh yeah, it's all bally. That's from Duns in Ireland. <laughs> oh, how how's your week been? Um, my week. Oh God. Um. I painted my house, painted my apartment. Yeah. Not actually, I'm not going to tell you. It's very boring. <laughs> painted, yeah, painted my apartment. I went, I don't know. I, I do you ever feel, I, I personally feel that like when people ask me what I've been up to, I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Every day seems kind of similar and I can't differentiate between the days. Like even the other night, my friend was like, what are you doing? It's Friday night like that. And I'm like, it's Friday night. I have no, I didn't even know it was the weekend anymore. You know, yeah. So I, 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 everything that happens like a week ago, felt feels like three months. So it doesn't. So when people ask me how my week's been, I'm like, not sure. I mean, I did come to see you, didn't I? We we met up. You did come to me, and I knew you were painting because it came in with paint all over your bleeding trousers. <laughs> yeah, that paint. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I this week I'm the same. I I lose track of time i lose track of the days the only thing the only thing that makes me remember them is the kids yes they're like yeah we've got school today could you bring us <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing well that's 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 the thing right you get kids they got they got stuff to do i got nothing to do so it's uh stop showing off yeah. stop showing off because you use contraception <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that you gotta get a better pull out game going on I know. Well, I did last Friday now, I remember, because my Mickey money came in. I did my Christmas shopping. I did the Santa shop. Let's go back there. What's the Mickey money? The Mickey money. The money you get for having kids. Oh, why is it called Mickey money? Because it's from a Mickey. In Ireland, you call it, (laughs) in Ireland, they call it your Mickey money. (laughs) So Mickey's like your husband? Is that what that is? No, Mickey's like a penis. Oh, Oh, I see. okay. Why is it? Why do you call it a penis? Why do you say Mickey a penis? In Ireland, we call it a Mickey. Is it sure? Okay. Okay. There's lot, lots of different names, but anyway, got Your me penis Mickey money, money came in, and I went. Yeah. Just... <laughs> and so I went down to Toys R Us to get the Santa presents for the kids. Right. Mother of God. Oh. That you know, the price of Lego is unbelievable. Lego. Mm. If I could go back in time, I would invent Lego. They must be billionaires. Yeah. There's, um, I, I remember, I mean, Lego, I remember having Lego when I was younger, but I'm, I think Lego, as far as I know, has gone through like a new, like, resurgence. Oh, it's popularity. Huge. And he can build anything. Like I bought, like, so he's into Mario Brothers and now Mario Brothers have a Lego set. So my son wanted that. And so I bought him two sets, one's from Santa and one's from us. And it was $139 for one box of Lego. What? For what? That's for one set. That's insane. Isn't that correct? And what I want to know is, is like, what happens to Lego? When the world ends, is the world like? Is there so the new Lego? world will be built on Lego. I was gonna say, like, it's not biodegradable. It's just lumps of plastic. We're that's where they make. That's where they make the condos downtown out of. But they're gonna have to start using it because these kids grow up and there's just gonna be mountains of Lego all over the world. And what are we gonna do with this? It's just got. There's gonna be trash heaps of Lego all over the world. Yeah, I uh, I went to Legoland once. <gasps> Aren't you spoiled rotten? No, I was in I was in Denmark on a uh, when I was eighteen. I was on a, a college um, exchange. Oh, you brought yourself to Legoland? No, no, we went to no, no, we went. There was a bunch of us, and on the way home, they took us to Legoland, which is the original Legoland. Yeah. And I was eighteen, so like you're a little like we were like excited to go, but also it was like a little old. But one thing <laughs> I remember about that place was. There was um, a, like a, they made a Lego like salon, it's like cowboy saloon, and mm. there was a Lego prostitute outside on a bench, <laughs> and you can take a picture with her. And there's a picture of me somewhere with this Lego prostitute. Oh my! Did you send it home to your mom? <laughs> I think I your girlfriend. <laughs> um, well, 
Yeah, so Toys R- was it crazy in Toys R Us? It was crazy. And something really exciting happened while I was in there. I was looking around for him. He wants this new card game called Exploding Kittens. Don't ask me. It's one of his, on his list. So, of course, I can't find Exploding Kittens. And I go and ask one of the staff. And as I ask the staff, this big, huge black SUV with blacked out windows pulls up at the front door of Toys R Us, right? And four gorgeous looking fellas get out of it. And they're like mid-twenties. I don't know if they're basketball players or rappers or what. I wouldn't have a clue. And they had their masks on. And they came in with a bodyguard and they had a chauffeur with the full-on cap and jacket standing at the car. And they came in and they uh, all got a trolley each. And I'm still looking for exploding kittens and they're behind me loading up four trolleys full of toys. And obviously there's someone famous. You know, yeah. but I haven't a clue who they are. Now, they probably were saying to each other, Jesus, there's Fiona O'Brien, the Irish yeah. comedian. <laughs> yeah, I saw her at a comedy bar. On... Yeah, I saw, I saw her at the Legion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, the, the four fellas, gorgeous, beautiful looking fellas. And uh, then I so it took me time trying to, to see them. And I phoned my daughter. She's like, get a photo of them. And I was like, no, there's no way I'm getting a photo. Talking of exploding pussies. Yeah, I'm looking for exploding kittens here. (laughs) (laughs) So then I paid for my stuff and left. And the chauffeur wasn't giving out any information. I had to go with him. He wouldn't tell me anything. But all he said was, they're here to get toys to give back to sick kids. They're getting toys to bring to the hospital for children. They must have been somebody famous. Mm. That story would have been more interesting had you known who they were. Well, I was excited by it, all right? You get excited when you see famous people and you don't know who they are and you're like... I was kind of more excited the fact that people still use chauffeurs and they make them wear caps and... and like, your man was wearing a grey cap like a pilot. He's driving a car. Like, what's that about? Yeah, he must... That's like, that's some proper money. That's proper money. And he was in a long, like, like a suit with a long grey coat, double-breasted wow. jacket... I was very impressed with, I was more impressed with the chauffeur than I was with the four guys. <laughs> anyway, that, that made my week and I came home and told the kids and they were like, who was it? Who wasn't? They've been showing me pictures of basketballers and rap stars and was it Drake and all this. And I said, here, everybody's wearing masks at the moment. I haven't a bloody clue who it is. It could have just been four guys who rented the limo. Well, they impressed me. I don't care. <laughs> Have you, ever like, met, have you ever met anyone famous outside of comedy? I met David Bowie. Wow, okay. Like, did I ever tell you that? Did you, like, just a photo? What happened? Tell me that story. Well, oh, let, me just, let me just, I have to pause. My cat needs out of the back and she's been a pain in the hole. Hold on. Okay. Okay, David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, so Bowie, I was sorry. in... Bowie? Bowie? Who cares? Bowie. Bowie. Well, that's how I say it. I was in... Uh, when It was back when I was living in Ireland and myself and my friend Jennifer... Jenny and we were going into town to go on a pub crawl as you do and it was lashing rain so the heavens had opened lashing rain in Dublin and we were walking towards the pub we were going to um, and the rain got really heavy so we ran into the National Art Museum for shelter because all the museums in Ireland and all that are free and they're beautiful so we went in there and so we said sure we'll have a look around until the rain stops and we went, they, they had some exhibition, some Monet exhibition or something like that. And we went up to the first floor and I'm standing there looking at the pictures and uh, there's a tall skinny fella with another fella beside me. And I hadn't a clue, right? And my Jenny starts elbowing me and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, look who it is. And turn around and wasn't it David Bowie standing beside me looking at the pictures. And um, now this must have been about God almighty. I was in my 20s. So we're talking 20 years ago. And anyway, obviously they saw us looking at them. And the the guy who was with them must have been a bodyguard or something. Must have been right. You know, these two are after spotting you. Let's go. So they, I didn't say anything. Let him go. And he went down the stairs. So we went down the stairs after them. <laughs> I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to see him. Um... And then he went out the front door of the museum and we went out behind, just like we were leaving as well. And then we come to a traffic light. So we were stopped and he's standing right beside me and I was just staring at him. And he turned around and he looked at me and I said, hello, David Bowie. 
and he smiled and he went, hello. <laughs> you know, and I think I remember that from his memoir. He probably. <laughs> and then the car pulled up and then him and the bodyguard were gone in the car. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I've never been like someone who gets like, you know, um, excited for celebrities. You see people will, will follow them around or yeah. ask for photos or be like really weird or like try and like hang out with them. I've never understood that. I don't, I don't get I it. just, I wanted to just say hello to him. That was it. Yeah. That's all I wanted. He's very, he was very skinny. Mother mm. of God. Mm. You know, he needed a few dinners. Yeah. But he was, he was, he was actually lovely. He wasn't rude. He smiled. He said hello. I was thrilled with myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell that story forever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, talking of uh, 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 dead pop stars, you know what the 8th of December is? Yes. John Lennon, 40 years dead. Yeah. The reason why I, I mentioned that is because two weeks later, I was born. That's why I'm called John. Yeah. But my dad originally wanted to call me Brian. Because you know that movie, Life of Brian? The oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Can you imagine if I was called Brian? It would have been great. No, it would have been shit. No one, like, it would, first of all, I would never be a comedian. There's no Brian, no Brian, you can't, like, also, like, I, I think Brian, if I was called Brian Mostyn, I think I'd be, like, the, the manager of, a, like, a, I don't know, like, a, a Staples or something, you know? I have an uncle, Plus, Brian. I know, but I bet he's born as shit. There's no exciting Brian's, right? <laughs> Uncle Brian is exciting. <laughs> Uncle Brian is lovely. Very mm. nice. Um, but yeah, John Lennon, I had him on playing this morning. Uh, now, what is your favorite John Lennon song? I don't know. Mine is Jealous Guy. Well, I yeah. love that one. That's a great one. That's a great one. But uh, yeah, I, I used to love the Beatles and loved, well, because we were young growing up listening to all of that. Mm. Now we were very small, obviously. We're not that bloody old. <laughs> but yeah, it's his anniversary today. Yeah, that always reminds me that it's two weeks before my birthday. If I ever forget how old I am, it's always in the newspaper. John Lennon, dead 40 years. I'm like, fuck, two weeks till 40. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I can't. Do you feel 40? No, I don't know. I don't know like how you're supposed. See, this is the thing I always wonder, because people are like, "Do you feel forty?" I always wonder if people who are forty feel forty. Is there a way to feel forty? Because I've always felt just, I always just have felt the same, mm-hmm. but just being slightly balder. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you're not feeling it, are you seeing it? Like, what are the physical changes? Mm. Like, my body changed. And I'm mid forties now. Mm. Like what, what changes are you finding in your body that you weren't expecting? Just a bad, just, just everything hurts. You know, <laughs> like I did some push-ups yesterday uh, and then my, my neck's all sore. And I'm like, why am I, what am I doing? Yeah. What like, were you doing that for? I don't know. I was like, I was trying to, I was like, maybe I should do some push-ups. <laughs> just randomly sitting on the couch. I'll do a few push-ups. Yeah. I was like, no, I was talking to someone about like uh, keeping up like uh, upper body strength, right? Yeah. At home instead of going to the gym and stuff. And he's like, just do some push-ups. So I watched a, a video about how to do a perfect push-up. And I try and do it and my whole fucking back sore. And that's, that's the one thing about being 40 or almost 40 is uh, everything. Like I'll, I'll stand up, just stand up. Nothing weird will happen. And then all of a sudden, my back's sore for like three weeks. You know, <laughs> I, I yawn, stretch the wrong way. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing. I mean, that's one of, one of the reasons why I stopped drinking of many. But one of them was um, when I started getting into sort of my early, mid-30s, hangovers were like three days long. Oh, yeah. You would have, you go out for a night of drinking. The next day would be an absolute write-off where you just feel the most hungover you've ever felt in your life. The day after that, the hangover's kind of way, but you kind of feel like you want to jump into the fucking lake. You just yeah. get this, like, you feel like death. Then even the next day after that, you're just sort of slowly recovering, but you're still not 100%. And you've been eating shit the whole time, and you've not been sleeping well. And that's stuff that when I was in my early 20s, I could, like, drink, wake up the next day, fine. And then now it's like, if I go out for a night of drinking, that's half a week. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, the hangovers are absolutely brutal. brutal. It's put me right off. I don't understand people right. that can drink in their after, like people that are, who are my age or older still drink. Mm. I don't, they, they just deal with it as part of life. Cause I'm like, fuck that. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I find it hard enough without fucking drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, I swear to God, like I'm great for a good night's sleep and just to wake up not feel, uh, like a headache and not feeling sore feeling sick mm. you know I, and I can't remember when was the last time I was really sick it was a while ago oh it was my divorce party and I walked into a wall and split my head open <laughs> you walked into a wall and split your head yeah. do you remember do you not remember I turned up a comedy bar to do a show and I had like this paper stitches on my head oh, yeah 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 um because I'd had the girls come over to the house, my divorce after four years had just come through mm. and I had been down to visit my sister in Florida. So I'd been through duty free. So I had all the supplies with me and the girls came around and we got hammered. Now hammered, still drinking like at two in the morning, that kind of thing. I was wearing an old wedding dress and everything was hilarious. And- uh, Your number two, I'm going to guess was there. Oh, number two was here. She puked all over me front porch and was outside on the road screaming at cars and this was only 9 p.m and there was no neighbors moving in next door and i so, and then she broke a glass out there she fell asleep on the front steps we had to bring her and put her to bed she was a disgrace and the next morning i'm outside with blood running down my face because i walked into a wall during the night and sweeping up broken glass from buckets over her puke and uh, the neighbor's like oh hey you had a great time last night because we had a pinata and we hung it from a tree outside the front and we were <laughs> lashing pinata it looked like your ex-husband <laughs> it was a big poo emoji full of crap <laughs> and we were walloping it and uh, anyway we had a great party but the neighbors I didn't realize they were moving in oh my god that night oh. and he's a lovely fella and his wife and a, and a little boy and I just said to him, I was like, oh, it's not like that every night. And he's like, oh, it looks great. Just make sure you invite us the next time. I was like, thank God. Oh, my God. So that was the last time. And I was sick for about a week and probably concussed because of my head. Yeah. And I was raging because I just had Botox and I broke my Botox. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that the worst thing you've done while well, I was drunk? Uh, and realize, at least... I've done, I've put myself in some terrible positions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, really. <laughs> but yeah, but, turn, but th what I've noticed in my body in your mid 40s, and nobody warns you about this, is hair. Mm. I'm growing hair where I didn't have hair before. Mm. And I'm growing hair like, like just kind of soft blonde hairs on my face. Yeah. And I'm worried like I'm turning into Captain Birdseye. You know, I, it's on my face. I have to shave <laughs> and, and uh, in my arse, <laughs> hair in my arse. I'm like, what the hell is that about? And I'm, I'm just saying to myself, do you know what, Fiona? It's going to get freezing in Canada. This is your body surviving. Maybe, yeah. So embrace the warmth. Yeah, I have, a, I, have a, I have hair coming out around my ears. Do you? I have none of my ears. Around the top. Yeah. And then out my nose, it come out. <laughs> And I don't, but none on my head. None on your head. I think that that's where you'd want to keep some hair. Well, definitely over here, mother. You must have a hat on the whole winter. I do. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not very hairy though. So yeah, I'm not very hairy all over, but apart from my ears and my nose, which for some reason keep growing. That's and, and, and also I, and if you don't mind me saying this, did you, do you notice and just, from my 24 years riding experience, I've noticed this, that um, men's balls seem to get much danglier. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that the other day actually, I was looking at myself and I was like, <laughs> my balls gotten bigger? And I was like, no, nah, they're just saggier, which I guess are, makes them technically bigger, but like, they're not, I don't think they're actually bigger. I think they're just yeah. longer. So does that make sense? How does that happen? Is it your scrotum gets longer? I don't like know. Like I've seen some that are really doctor. <laughs> They're very low, like heading towards the knees. Yeah, I think uh, that's your body saying uh, we don't want a guy who's 40 or over getting someone pregnant. 
So your balls get lower, so it takes longer time for the, the sperm to come up the ball. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> this is my medical opinion. I was going to say, is that a scientific fact? Yeah. yeah. The lower the balls, the harder it is to, to uh, get some good ejaculate. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to look into that. Now, we better be don't careful. Don't look into it. <laughs> I, I am going to Google that. And we have to be careful because we tried to record a podcast, another one last week, and apparently we violated standards. It was too good. Obviously, they couldn't handle it. We were, it was too exciting. <laughs> you know, talking of that, talking of that, I just showed you this before the podcast started, but I was just talking to my friend. Yeah. She, she was talking about she's, she's going home for Christmas, but she's worried because everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't go home, blah, blah, blah. But it's just her and her parents, and she's going to quarantine and get a COVID test and all that. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, I said, like, yeah, I, th- I personally think it's fine. And I think, like, the COVID restrictions are a little much. Everyone's different, obviously, but that's just my opinion, right? I just said it like that, nothing weird or anything. And I got a message that said, uh, it, it wouldn't send it from Facebook, it wouldn't send the message because it said the message was, uh, hang on, let me just pull this up quickly. So uh, it said it was abusive. And it was, uh, oh, sorry, it says the attempt, the action attempted has been deemed abusive or is otherwise disallowed. So it wasn't abusive. So now it just says it's disallowed. So basically, because I was saying something that's going against, the, I guess, the government. Um, uh-huh. But I was just saying it to my pal. I wasn't saying like, fuck, fuck COVID or anything. I was just saying I think that lockdown's a bit over the top. Yeah. And that's all I said. I didn't even go into detail about why, right? Because I was thinking it's like, you know, there's a lot of people who can't, you know, I, I personally feel it's like, I understand that maybe a lot of people shouldn't go home because of elderly parents or relatives and spreading COVID, but also at the same time, uh, mental health is a big problem during Christmas because people get fucking lonely as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So there's got to be some sort of balance of, you know, being able to see your family, maybe being a bit more, that's all I was kind of saying. Yeah. And I wasn't saying anything that you can't read on the internet that's worse. And I'm definitely not, I'm definitely no anti-mask or like anti-vaccine kind of guy, right? I'm, I'm just kind of like, I was just, but that came up in my phone and I was like, holy shit, we are living in fucking some weird times because yeah. Facebook is checking your messages to see, because I wasn't posting it publicly. Now I can see if I posted something publicly that was giving out bad information. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, 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 but even then, you know? So, but you're giving your personal opinion in a private message. That's what scares me. And then that gets stopped by Facebook. Yeah. Look then, at the amount of shit that Trump has spouted for four years yeah. and they've only started to stop his tweets. And that's, and that's the thing. So like that, that one thing that I did there, where, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know? That is mental. That's never happened before. I do oh. notice though, if I type anything about COVID, a fact thing will come up on Instagram. Uh, I see. COVID-19 information will come up or a link or something. Um, so I think they have all of the systems looking out for anything that says COVID. I can't, I, uh, I, I, you can't also, you can't post the word cunt on Twitter because, <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing, right? You know, where we're from, that word is not a, like an aggressive or abusive word. It can be, it can be, but for it's the most part. affection in Dublin. Yeah, for the most part it is, right? And it's just, you know, I, I, I refer to a group of people, cunts. Right, yeah. and that doesn't mean bad. That means that means just these cunts over here, right, or whatever, right. Yeah. Um, most most of the time, it's just a, it's just a, a word to describe a bunch of people, but not in a negative way. But it got taken down, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a crazy time. I, they are cracking down on you, John. <laughs> I know. I, I I'm I'm gonna if I go if you, next week you come for the podcast and I'm not here, I'll be on a I'll be in some I'll go missing on some private Facebook island where i'm making iphones or something for my my sins <laughs> yeah change for, for speaking change. against the government or whatever <laughs> jesus christ well did you see in the news the first person got the their vaccine today and it was uh, margaret keenan from enniskillen in ireland but she lives in england she was the first person to get the vaccine today well, the immigrants getting the vaccine first right yeah. Go on, the Irish, an Irish woman, always up for a Irish, Irish, Irish people are hearty people. They don't need a vaccine. Do you know what I mean? They well, just drink Guinness and fucking, 
Do you know what I mean? They've had hard lives. A 90-year-old woman does not need a vaccine. I'll leave her. She'll have a great few years. Leave her alone. Good, good for her. I just love the photograph. She's in her, like, her pajamas from, from pennies with the penguin, the on, penguin on the front. Why is she the first person? Was there a reason? I don't know. Maybe she was just the nearest to the fridge. That is, I have no idea. It's... Yeah, I don't under... Yeah, I mean, she's 90. I know. So, you know, she maybe get, she might not get COVID, but father time will be, there's no vaccine against that. That's coming, do you mean? Like, yeah. you, think you want to give the vaccine to someone who's like younger to see if there's like, because the thing is, in a couple of years, God bless her, she's probably going to fucking pass, right? Yeah. Well, you, so you're not going to actually get a good understanding of, the, the long-term effects of a vaccine. You want to give it to someone who's 16? Well, I saw a photo of Margaret and she looked like she was in good nick. Like she only looked about, I'd give her 82. She's looking well. <laughs> so I think good luck to her. Let her have it. Are you, are, you, are you going to take the vaccine? Is that a controversial topic to talk about? Oh, I'm getting it. As yeah. soon as it's out. Listen, the way I look at it, you've had one prick, you've had them all. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and this one prick won't ruin your life the way others have. Yeah, this one can't get me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even start. <laughs> but that's, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done enough drugs to not worry about getting a vaccine. Like, I've snorted enough things up my nose and I'm still alive. I, I kind of, I was thinking <laughs> today, I was like, thought, like, people are desperate to get a vaccine. Uh, because they want their lives back and I'm like I'm in no rush because my life is exactly the same the only difference between me doing this and yeah. there being a vaccine uh, everyone in the world having a vaccine is I'll get to go to varsity cinema once a week that's the difference I'll be in my house I get to go to the cinema get the vaccine to go go see fucking the new Bond movie that's yeah. it and then we'll be back out in the comedy clubs and we'll all be able to hug each other yeah, I think I'll, I'll be good. I don't think I'm going to shake anyone's hand. And I don't, not for not for flu reasons or COVID reasons. I think I just real you realize when you start doing comedy, like how much physical contact you have with people who are definitely unclean. Oh yeah, and don't ever sleep with comedians because from experience, you'll end up on antibiotics. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I heard that from somebody. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I have. But I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. And tell me this now, Christmas, what are your, like, you were talking to me now when we weren't on air or recording and you're not mad about Christmas and I feckin' love Christmas. Mm. And I want, I, I, this is my goal is to get you into the Christmas spirit. I'd feckin' drag you into it if I have to. Yeah, I don't, I'm not like, well, first of all, my birthday's in a couple of weeks, so my, for, for the 40 years that I've been alive, Christmas has always overshadowed my birthday, which I don't think's fair, because everyone gets a birthday, and everyone gets to celebrate it, and like someone, if you're born in July, you get to go to the beach, you have a barbecue, all your friends want to come out to the party, you get to have a good time, but me, because I'm born a couple of days before Christmas, nobody wants to come out. Everyone's got plans. Nobody's got any money. The weather's shit. Everything's booked up or closed. What? So I don't think it's fair. Now, did you? Did your mom? Jesus did did Sylvia the... throw you a birthday party? What's that? Would Sylvia throw you a birthday party? Um, no, we tried once on my twenty-first, um, and we put on a, uh, a spread at the rugby club. But no, but <laughs> here's this is this is my own fault. This is pre uh, this is pre um, internet days. But yeah. back in the day, everyone had a 21st birthday party. Yeah. And everyone would just come to them. Yeah. You know? You would just, word of mouth, someone's having a 21st, everyone would just turn up. I figured that that would happen with me, but I forgot to tell people, basically. <laughs> <when> it was, <laughs> I, thought, I thought, I don't know. I, 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 I forgot to, like, invite people. So only a bunch of people turned up. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I don't know. If birthdays are, uh, birthday parties. But the thing is, even if I did, mm. I had a 30th birthday party, but I had to have it uh, on the 1st of December. And even then, people were like, well, I got my staff work party next week. Yeah. I got to save up for Christmas presents. And then also, like, I don't care now, but, like, people, 
it'd be like, here's your birthday and Christmas combined. And, you know, when you're a little kid, fucking sucks. That's crap. It's crap, right? So I've never been, I've never been big on Christmas for that reason. Yeah. I, I don't have a big family. We've never done like been a big Christmassy thing. So we're, it's never been like, there's not like traditions and all the family gets together and fun and games. It's just like, get pissed, fall asleep by one o'clock, you know? Have an and, argument. So most people always ask me, what are you doing for Christmas? And I'm like, nothing. I usually just go to the movies, but I don't mind. I don't mind. I, I don't, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, some part of me wants, if I was to get into, like, if I was to marry someone or have a girlfriend or whatever, and they had, like, a big family and they were doing a Christmassy thing, I'd be into it. But here's the, here's the problem that's happened in the last four years, too, is I'm sober and I'm a vegan, right? Now, that's not anyone's problem, right? I'm happy. I don't, I don't go around telling people they have to have nice drinks for me or vegan food, but people, yeah. people don't want me around at Christmas. <laughs> They don't. No one wants a sober vegan at their house. No, because, but we want a driver. Well, and that's, yeah, and that's exactly it. I end up driving fucking every drunk cunt around. Do you know what I mean? But my, so, and I don't want to do that either. I don't want to drive on Christmas. So, but people get worried because they're like, oh, you're vegan. I need to get food for you. And then they, they, they get on, it's not me. I'm, I'm, I'm fine sitting there and doing nothing. Because I, yeah. I realize I'm like, hey, I, I, I'm I'm very of the opinion where like if I go somewhere, I'm not expecting people to have anything for me because yeah. it's my choice. It's not their choice, right? Yeah. So I'll I'll happily drink a glass of water or have some chips or whatever. But people, they, they don't get comfortable, and they they, they don't in, and because I'm not drunk, or because I'm not eating their food, they kind of yeah. get offended somehow, or they get on they get like they feel like they have to keep me satisfied that I'm not having a good time and I'm not having a good time, but <laughs> <laughs> they're right. But I'm fine. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I panic when you, whenever you drop in here, but I always have a banana. There's always a banana and there's always some toast. Yeah. Like, I often so I'm like, where that banana's been though. Cause I've seen your jokes. Shut up. My, like my life can't revolve around your choices, John. That's the way it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. That's and that's fine because I'm, I, I, you've got, as long as you get coffee on, I'll drink coffee all day. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. that's, so that's the thing. So I don't, so people invite me places, but that's mm -hmm. why I don't go because I don't want to, it's not me. It's like, I don't want to upset someone's day. But you, like I invited you now about four years ago. I said, here, what are you doing Christmas day? Do you want to come over for dinner? You could have, could have had Christmas dinner here with me and the kids and all that. Now I would have had to have the kids would have had to wear headphones and not listen to you. But uh, you, you said to me, is there a vegetarian option? And I said, you cheeky fecker, there'll be loads of potatoes. <laughs> and then you said, no, it's grand. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I only was doing it. I was only being charitable. I actually was delighted you didn't come. Well, see, this is, so you've just proved the point. So that people, yeah. only do, people only invite me out of charity. <laughs> Because they don't, they're like, they feel bad about someone being alone. But then when I, and I think when I say no, they're like, oh, thank fuck. Thank, thank God. God. Thank God. I've done my bit. I've pretended that I've been kind to a stranger and now I can get on. But when I say yes, they're like, oh God. Yeah. You know? I so, would have panicked. I would have panicked. I know Fiona, number two, said, I'll, I'll give you a recipe for a nut loaf. I was like, get stuffed. You can have potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not very, I'm not a very Christmassy person. Um, I've never been, I don't, I don't know. I, I love Christmas. And now would you get in Scotland, did you have selection boxes and all the chocolates, oh yeah. all the Cadbury's? Oh yeah. oh yeah. And you get yeah. that every Christmas. Yeah. I, uh, I remember, I remember there'd always be, see, I think like some people, okay. Some people would have specific selection boxes that they got. So some people would get the Cadbury's one. Mm -hmm. Some people would. So, like, I think I got a selection box, but I think my sister you would get a tin of rosies. And then my grand, my, oh, my dad would always get a chocolate orange. Oh, yeah. Terry's chocolate every, orange. Every, every year, chocolate orange. Uh, so, depending on the person, they always got their specific Favorite. chocolate. Yeah. Um, and I was just in the British grocer at your, your place last week. And I just, all these selection boxes... Mm. That I forgot about and it took yeah. me down this weird like 
rabbit hole of Christmases past. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, I bought the kids selection boxes and I'm devastated because there's no curly whirlies in them anymore. Yeah. That's my favorite every Christmas morning since I had teeth. So like from what I'm surprised you got teeth eating curly whirlies all your fucking life. And I'm full of fillings. It's grand. <laughs> but well, I every also, Christmas morning I would the first thing I'd be doing would be Curly Whirly. Eating a curly whirly and then opening my presents. You know that anyone listening to this who's Canadian is gonna love us saying curly whirly. <laughs> well, you say it much better than me. You say it there. Curly whirly. Curly whirly. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird word. People used to get me, English people used to get me to say that all the time when I used to live in England. They're like, oh, I might say curly whirly. They'd be like, curly whirly. <laughs> and they're like, curly whirly. <laughs> that, that should be the name. That should be the name of your, your next comedy album. Curly whirly. Curly whirly. <laughs> but I remember, I remember, have you not, okay. I, I, I don't know if this is a thing. This is the thing people talk about, but I, I noticed last time I saw a curly whirly or fudge or any of those things are tiny they're getting smaller are they getting are they actually getting smaller though or are we just getting bigger i well we're definitely getting bigger they're definitely i ordered uh, a box of roses from from that place it's called a shop it's a shop i think it's in mississauga i never say that place right um and it does irish and english food and i ordered the selection boxes and i ordered a box of roses the box of rose about the size of my hand. Mm. I'd say there's about 10 chocolates in it. Mm. Everything is shrinking. Even bottles of wine, I notice, are getting smaller. <laughs> it might be a good thing for you, though. Ah, yeah. No, I'm giving it a rest with the booze for a while. I'll, I'll, I'll take it a while until, uh, until I get to Christmas. I'll warm her up. Now, tell me, was there anything you ever asked Santa for and that you really, really wanted for Christmas. Can you remember, have you a memory of a great Christmas present that you wanted? No. Um, oh, Jesus. No, no, Christmas, I, you, know, you know, I'm the wrong person to talk about this because people always have like memories of Christmases and gifts and I don't. <laughs> I remember getting a bike. It's a great getting present. A bike. No, I yeah. don't know. Sorry, this is not, I'm not the best person to ask about this. I'm, Jesus Christ. You asked me this last week too, and I can't remember. Yeah, oh, for, well, I got, I remember. No one's ever um, bought me a good present, Fiona, because my birthday's on December 22nd, and I get my Christmas and birthday combined. People always cheap the fuck out, and this yeah. is why I don't like Christmas. Bah humbug. Right. You just well, something else to answer for. You need, in this, we need to change it. We need to throw you a party in November. Hmm. You need to have a birthday party in November and then get into Christmas spirit. Get into the Christmas spirit. I, think so. I love Christmas. I love it. I mean, we're usually all hammered, like you say. Like I've never had a sober Christmas, so it could be horrible. Well, yeah, that's that's. So maybe <laughs> I'd be like you if we didn't drink. <laughs> you know what my plan is this year? My plan is I'm going to book into the Fairmont Hotel, like a hotel, and just have a nice day splashing around. Do you know what I've always wanted to do from Home Alone too? You know Home Alone 2 when Macaulay Culkin stays yeah. in... See, that looks like fun. That looks... Uh, that looks I've, like fun. I've always said to Unlimited me, credit card, Christmas. Yeah. Your Can dad's you credit card. No, yeah. Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah. And the big bowls of ice cream, all the cookies. Oh, all yeah, the yeah, yeah. In the big four-poster bed watching movies. Yes. Now, yeah. that looks amazing. That's one thing I like about Christmas, though, is movies like Home Alone. All those yes. things. So what, what, would you, what, what did you want to do in Home Alone? I want, I've always wanted to, I said, as soon as I've money, which will probably be in about 20 years, uh, as soon as I've money, I would love to stay in the, the plaza. Is it called mm. the plaza? Is that where they filmed it? And do like a home alone day. Mm. Yeah, and I love a hotel. Eat all that crap, watch all those movies, go to the toy store. Yeah. No, it's good. Now that looks amazing to me. I went to the toy store. I went, when I was in New York, I went to the toy store in Big. You know, big yeah. when you go and play the I piano. Interested, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, you know, it's not as much fun when you're an adult, I feel. You know, when you watch that movie when you're younger, you're like, that. Look, I want to go there. You're like begging your dad to take you to New York and he's telling you to fuck off, right? Because it's expensive. Yeah. And then you go there on your own fucking money when you're 27. And then yeah. you go in and you're like, yeah, this would be great if I was four, like 12, you know? I, but, know. <laughs> I know. And did you go on the piano? You know, I, I feel like I, I probably did. 
Yeah, you had to have. Everybody does. I feel like it probably did. I think I just walked across it because I don't know how to play the piano. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you think some old man that owns the store is going to come along and join you in chopsticks? <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> First of all, I don't know how to play chopsticks. They should have an old man that should hire in that shop that just hides. And then as soon as the kid gets on the piano, he comes over and like, din, 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 every, every, I see if you work there, man, every day, there'd be someone doing that. And you'd be like, oh, for fuck's gonna give it a fucking rest with the fucking, yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like, you know, they're good. They probably got to be upbeat and friendly to be in a toy store, but like, they'd want to be, if I worked there, I'd just be like, come on. I know. I'd always unplug it and just be like, it's broken today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work in them because I, I, you know, I'm a miserable Scottish person and I, I used to work in a, do you know what Johnny Rockets is? I don't know. Is it like an Eddie Rockets? In Ireland, we've Eddie Rockets. It's no, like a diner. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I might, yeah, Eddie Rockets might be the, the ripoff version, I guess. <laughs> the poor Irish, Irish version. Yeah. <laughs> so basically Johnny Rockets is, a, I think it's an American chain, right? Where it's like a 50s, 50s yeah. style American diner, right? Yeah, and it's all jukebox, milkshakes, burgers, booths. Pretty cute. It's good for tourists. It used to be Young and Dundas Square. Okay. So when I first moved to Canada, I got a job there because I couldn't get a job. I just wanted a job in an office because I could be fucked. I just wanted to work a nine-to-five job, get drunk, and hang out at night. That was my plan at first. But someone told me you can make a lot of money serving in restaurants, which you don't do. They don't tip back home, so like you never worked in a restaurant really as a, as a waiter, right? So I was like, okay, I made up, I, I lied on my resume, said I'd done all these jobs, got a job there. Um, the guy in the interview, he said, um, do you know what Johnny Rockets is? And I said, yeah, I looked on the website and he says, you know that um, part of the job requires you to dance. <laughs> right? And I was desperate for a job. So I was like, yeah, 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 fine. Thinking that I would, would, it would never happen, right? Yeah. So I get there and the uniform is, it's all like something like happy days, you know what I mean? It's all white. You get the, the white apron, you get the bow tie, you get the little like, uh, little, what do you call those little hats? Little hats, yeah. right? Look like a fucking, yeah. Uh, anyway. You have a photo of you like this. Uh, for, for sure there's photos. Okay. I don't have one, but for sure there, they, they exist. I, I'll yeah. tell you where, where to find this in a minute, actually, when I tell the story. Um, so, so we're there, you're serving. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad job. It was, it was a good group of people, but it was all tourists. Hmm. None of them tip. So, you know, you're making not a lot of money and you're, but anyway, every night, every shift, three times, at least three times a night, anytime the song Respect by Aretha Franklin came on, <laughs> we all had to stop what we're doing. The chefs, the managers, the servers, we'd all get in a row. And when we start doing a little dance to respect, yeah, all on the line, and I hated it. I hated it so much. I would love to see you do. That. Well, see, and here's the thing: this was before I started doing comedy, so I wasn't. I was very like, you know, I've come out my show a lot since I started doing comedy. You certainly right? have. And I didn't. I didn't like performing. I didn't like to dance. I would do it now in a heartbeat. I would love that job now in a heart. I would love it now because I'm fucking. Is it still open? No, uh, not not here. I, I don't know if it exists, but it doesn't exist there. But um, we do this little dance, and I, I would every time the, the 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 music for the song would come on, I'd go hide in the toilet <laughs> and oh wait for it to finish. Um, and then what they used to do was if if you ask if a customer asked for the song, you yeah. weren't allowed to refuse it. Oh God. So anytime someone had asked, you'd be like, you little shit, you little... And they'd always laugh because they knew, you know what I mean? And anyway, so we'd dance. And it was ironic that the, the song was called Respect because I left any form of respect at the fucking door when I walked in. <laughs> and here's the thing. That's not a bad... That would be fun because everyone that worked there was 18 or 19 years old, right? Yeah. I was 30. Ah, uh, here. Dance. <laughs> no wonder but, you were hiding in the toilets. So if you, if you Google... If yeah. you go um, Johnny Rockets Toronto dance, you'll probably find me in the video. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Don't think I won't. No, you'll probably find that. I think it exists. I, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm taking a photo of it. Um, um, I, I used to work in this 
uh, cafe in Dublin, right on O'Connell Street, so in the main thoroughfare of Dublin. Mm. And uh, it was called Cafe Kylemore, and we had to wear a peach skirt, uh, like a flowery blouse, one of those stupid hats, a frilly apron, and it was a fairly big cafe, and it was like buffet, self-service, you go up and get yourself, but we had to come and clean the tables. Mm. And it was not part of our job to have to sing to people or do any of that. But all the farmers, all as in Ireland, as we call them, all the culchies that would come up from the country to Dublin to do their shopping over Christmas, seemed to think that they were in this like 1950s retro cafe. Like this was very exciting for them. And you'd always, at least three times a year, you'd get some old farmer pull you aside where... Yeah, now listen now, it's, it's uh, the, the daughter's birthday. We're, up, we're just up in Dublin shopping for the day now. Will, will you get the staff to come over and sing? And I was like, what? <laughs> so you'd have to go to the staff room and you'd be like, oh, Jesus, lads, here. There's a bunch up from the country. We have to go sing. And you've never seen a more miserable version of happy birthday in your life. <laughs> Irish happy birthday. That's we're all there in our aprons, hung over. So, and it wasn't part of her job, but the manager would be like, just go do it. Just go do it. And we'd all stand there exhausted and wrecked. And we're like, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing about that job, um, because we used to have to do that too. And it used to be, I used to hate starting to sing that because then the entire restaurant would all stare. Yeah. And it would just make me, even though it's not my birthday, but like, because I was doing it. Yeah. One thing I can do now that I do, if I used to work in any restaurant after that or anywhere, is I will I will go anywhere, and if some if it's someone's birthday, I will stand up in the middle of wherever and start embarrassing them with a happy birthday, because you know, because and I love it because people in the restaurant, everyone, they all join in. Yeah. And then watching the person whose birthday it is, just like. They, they, they kind of like it, but they also hate it. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> we used to do that because we'd get, you'd get a free pizza. And we, I, when me and my friends, we'd always, right, whose birthday is it? And we pretend it was someone's birthday, like when we were teenagers. Because mm. they'd make the friends stand on the chair and we'd rip the piss out of them. And then we get a free pizza, so we were delighted. But I think they caught on to us because we were having a few birthdays a year at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> How are we talking about that again? I don't know. You started shouting on about uh, restaurants and jobs and singing. I can't remember. Christmas. Your birthday coming up. Oh yeah, you were talking last week because we had a podcast that we couldn't we we didn't, we didn't put out. Yeah. About, uh, how your your uh, daughters have a a body shop calendar that's like one hundred and forty dollars. I know. That's insane. You're talking about being broke. You got one hundred and forty dollars. Fucking. I am broke. Calendar. That's why I'm broke. Because I've kids. <laughs> And now I, one of them, I asked my dad or my mom when I was younger for a $140 body shop calendar. Yeah. I'd probably get fucking... Well, now, the day she asked me, I had money on me. That's how it works in this house. <laughs> do, do they know when you've got money? I think they know when the Mickey money comes in. They're like, right, now's a good time to go to her. Because the dad's um, all pissed off and you're looking delighted. <laughs> she, um... Well, it's a, it's a, she told me that all her friends, and we live in a kind of a nice area of Toronto, only because before we moved here, I was in Dublin in my kitchen Googling, where is a good place to raise kids in Toronto? Like, I hadn't a clue. And it came up Oakville and Burlington. And so we live in that area. I didn't know the prices of rent. I didn't do any other ho- homework on it. And this is my lot in life. And um, so anyway, we live here. And so they're around kids that have some money. Um, and I keep telling them, you know, well, you're not, we're not the same as those people. You know, they all have, well, some of them have fancy houses. Some of them are normal. And so she said to me for years, like the last, I'd say four years, she's nearly 16, the last four years, can I get a body shop calendar? And so in a body shop advent calendar, you get body shop products behind each door. It's a, it came in a huge box, like, and I every year, no, you're not getting it. No, you're not getting it. Um, and so luckily this year, because, uh, well, Justin Trudeau really bought it for her. It wasn't me. <laughs> so with the support from Serb. And so I said, right, she's been very good this year. And she minds the boys for me if I ever have to go do comedy. And she's, she's a great girl and we, we get on great. So I just thought, you know what? 
I'll get it for her. And another reason is I buy body shop products. Like I, that's what we all use. Cause I, I love the body shop stuff. So I said, you know what? We'll all use the, whatever's in behind all the doors. It's not like it's just all going to get thrown in the bin. Mm. We'll use it. And, but geez, she's getting great stuff. She's getting shampoos, body creams, uh, like loofahs. The doors are massive. But now the problem is, now my son who's come out is gay. He wanted one too. Now, he's going to be a problem for me now. He's he's getting very expensive taste. It comes with the territory. (laughs) And I'm I'm not sure if I can afford him. (laughs) You're going to have to get him working. Oh, well, this, this was his Santa list this year. Like, now that he's out, it's real. How old is he? Full on, 13. Okay. The list and was... a teenager, so he's out, and the teenager, so he's... Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Nicki Minaj perfume. That's about $80. Jesus. And money. That's his <laughs> list. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. There comes a so point the... in your life where you just ask for money. You're just like, money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you, you realize Santa shopping. isn't a real person. You're like, give me money so I can buy the shit I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, don't you be buying me any more crap. I want money. I'll do my own shopping in you need places to, you need I to, like. You need to get Brandon Ash Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Give him, give him some money, and get him on, get take him to the mall. He could be my personal shopper. Yeah, that's what you yeah. need. Yeah. Well, he said the other morning I was. The alarm usually goes off here about seven forty, and then I'll. Tumble, well, first I check my phone before I check my kids. And then I tumble out of the bed and I go in. And like I said last week, I, every morning, I've done it since they were babies, burst into the rooms and I'm all, good morning, good oh. morning. You know that song from Singing in the Rain? I would hate you if you were my mom. I know. Oh, my, my daughter is like, get out, get out. <laughs> but the boys love it. They pretend they don't love it. And I mean, no wonder your man's gay. I've been coming in <laughs> show tunes since he was born. <laughs> And so anyway, I came in, that's what I usually do. Anyway, Friday morning last week, I heard this high-pitched scream coming from the boy's bedroom. And I thought, Jesus Christ, he's been murdered. Something's after happening. And they share a room? They share a room. And I burst into the room and he's sitting up in the bed screaming at his iPad. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong? And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. Mariah Carey has just released her Christmas special. I was like, you <laughs> stupid gobshite. You've scared the life out of me. And he's like, mom, you don't understand it. She's singing with, with the Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. And they're doing all the high notes together. And she has been throwing shade at her for years. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a world you're going to have to start under getting to, getting to know. I need training. I, I don't so. know. And what's wrong now is next time he screams and if he's in trouble, I'm not going. <laughs> It'll be the boy who cried wolf. The, the boy that cr- cried my Ira Carey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now next time he's in trouble and screaming, I'm going to ignore it. I'll be like, it's just him being a drama queen. Yeah. Um, how long have we been doing this podcast now? How, where are we at time-wise? Do you know? When we, we are it? at about 50 minutes. Okay, cool. Go, go, go. Um, we went very well, long I, on the last. I think, I think having a gay teenage son is going to be a lot more fun than having a mopey teenage straight son who's just like, oh, yeah. you know, having an incel. Yeah, having an incel. <laughs> Kleenex spells will be going through the roof. You know, oh, there's a lot of baths now. He takes a lot of baths right. with all his body shop products. Right, right, right. Like the house smells amazing. <laughs> I'm just broke. I can't afford food, but the house smells great. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to open the selection boxes soon. (laughs) So you have selection boxes, but you're keeping them for Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. They they go under the tree with the presents. I forgot about under the tree because I've not done... I've not done a Christmas present thing. I can't even remember the last time I got a Christmas, like a, a physical Christmas gift. Do you know what? Your mother, if Sylvia listens to this, she'll be like that miserable. My mom does not know how to listen to a podcast. I'll tell I'm you that. I've got a teacher. Right yeah, do it. She, there's no, there's, I, no chance in hell she'd listen to this. We, well, we have, at the moment, we have 65 listeners. Hello to our 65 listeners. And Let's there's people in us. 
<laughs> uh, no, no, that's too awkward. We hurt ourselves. And there's people in Australia listening to us. Do you have people in G'day. Australia? G'day. Um, yeah, my ex-girlfriend stays out there. And my friend, uh, Craig Hollywood. Hello, yeah. Craig. Um, they might be listening. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, I scored a few people from Australia. And um, so I was thinking between you and me, that must, be, that must make up that 2%. Then there's Canada's first, obviously. Ireland. England. Now, it doesn't say Scotland. No. So what have you got to say about that? Are you just bunched in with the England bit? No, um, I don't. I don't know. People, people. I wa- well, I want answers. I want to go deeper into that. But uh, anyway, people hello to our sixty-five podcasts. What? <laughs> Too busy. Most of that sixty-five are probably my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a lot of cousins? Think any of your exes are listening, trying to see if you're dishing any dirt on them? Ah, no. No, that'll be next year. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to. X X is in the past. Have you ever had a, when was the last time you had a a Christmas when you weren't with someone? Oh, um, well, I suppose. Or is this going to be your first for a while anyway? No, when I got divorced uh, or when we got separated, I had one or two without anybody. It was just me and the kids. And, uh, and now, and then I was with somebody now recently for three years, three and a half years. And now, now I'm back on the market again. And yeah, so this will be one without someone. And it's a bit weird because, um, you know, we had a lovely relationship, but it wasn't to be. And, and he was a lovely fella, very, very nice, but nearly too nice, mm. you know? Um, anyway, way. anyway, so this will be my first one. The weird thing, and this is the weird bit about divorce, the kids, you have to split them with your ex over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. So they're with me Christmas Eve and they'll wake up here and do Santa and have Christmas breakfast and we'll eat curly whirlies and everything. (laughs) And then they go to their dad at noon. So from noon on Christmas Day, I'm on my own until noon on St. Stephen's Day. You call it Boxing Day. Mm. So it's weird because you're, you're, it's chaos. You have everyone with you, ripping open presents, you know, fighting, ha- laughing. We'll be singing and dancing. And then next thing, it'll be quiet. So what would you do? So um, usually I have uh, my Irish friends, Sandra and Martin. Morning, Sandra and Martin. I go down to, they are from Ireland and they moved here around the same time as me. And so I will go down to them this Christmas day. Mm-hmm. And I will just sit on the couch, have a few drinks, talk shite, eat chocolate, watch a movie, and fall asleep. Do they want a sober vegan to come round? <laughs> Sandra Martin, invite me I'll round. Ask, I'll ask because she got a vegetarian option. You got any water and uh, some nuts? <laughs> well, I'll bring a banana. And so that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll Because I don't have any family here, same as yourself. And I'll go down to them for the day. And then... I get the kids back at noon on St. Stephen's Day, Boxing Day, and I'll do a big traditional Christmas turkey dinner and Sandra and Martin will come up to our house. They've always come to me since we moved here. They've always come to me for Christmas Day. And with the pandemic, you're allowed to have a certain number of people in your house for Christmas. So we're still within the rules. They'll come here and we'll just... For anyone listening from the government... Yeah. We're within the rules. Yes, we're within the rules. And we'll just stuff our faces, play a few board games with the kids and uh, watch movies and put on music and just have a laugh. Okay. Um, so two questions before that I want to ask you before we go. Yeah. Um, one, what, what should I do in the next how, how many weeks to Christmas to get me in the Christmas spirit? Right. It, today it doesn't is- involve booze or drugs or... Jesus, stick a banana up your arse. That's all I've got. <laughs> it's the eighth. Today is the eighth. So we've like two weeks to Christmas. No, two weeks to my birthday. Oh, two weeks two to your weeks. birthday. And Jesus's birthday. Yeah. Um, to get in the Christmas spirit, if you enjoy Christmas movies, you enjoy good food. If you can like go on the hunt for some good vegan Christmas food, I've seen in Healthy Planet they've got they've got a vegan Christmas turkey. 
Well, you know, I, I, I'm making my own Christmas menu for my customers, so. Yes. Now, I saw your menu for the Pylander looks fabulous. And, you're, and for, um, you've got gorgeous desserts. Because obviously I'm not vegan, but I do like the desserts. Yeah. Sticky toffee pudding. Yeah. Millionaire's shortbread. Oh, so good. Jeez, I'd love all of that. I'll bring you um, some. Yeah, you have to bring me some. So focus on the really nice food, good television, good movies. And the weather's supposed to pick up a bit now from tomorrow. It's not going to be as cold. And I plan on going out for some nice walks because it's lovely and sunny out. Mm. It's really bright and there won't be snow for a, a couple of days. It's going to be nice to so get out, walk around, look at the Christmas lights. Because you don't put up decorations. Sure you don't. My cat will just fucking destroy them. Get rid of the cat and enjoy your Christmas. That's Listen, me. Advice. I might fucking cook the cat at this point. <laughs> like I'm getting to the point where like the vegan thing might go out the window. I might cook the cat. If you see me wearing a fur hat that doesn't look like this one, it's got yeah. a little tail on the back of it. You'll know what's the fuck. <laughs> and if Barry's gone missing in the background. <laughs> exactly right. You know. Um, yeah, I'm going to try because like I think I think. You know, I always wanted to get into the Christmas spirit, but I never like, I just, I don't know how. So I'm going to try this year. I think I'm going to try. And will you call your family on Christmas day? Will you Skype around, uh, not even Christmas day, around like when, when they're not hammered? I'll be honest. What I'll window call. would that be? Oh, my parents start drinking. Like a, it's like an advent calendar for my Christmas, uh, for my parents, right? As soon as December 1st, they're like, what's behind this door? Bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Like, so Lovely. they're they're, they're hammered for most of the... They, they use this Christmas as an excuse to get hammered for most of the month. Right. So um, I'll be honest, calling my parents on Christmas Day is not a good idea because they're usually the, like, un... un uh, what's the word? They're either passed out or they're, <laughs> they're fucking blind drunk. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to my sister maybe, but she has, she has all kids, so I don't know. Um... And do you send them presents or anything? No. <laughs> Did you ever? No, I'm not big old, on... How old are they now? Who? Your niece and nephew. Oh, I mean, the oldest one's like 21. Ah. I think they're 21, 19, 10 and 8. Ah, here, the 10 and the 8-year-old, you could have sent them something. Look... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you! You're like, stop! I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, yeah. I feel like actually, it's, it's a good point. If I, I feel like if I bought things for people and gave gifts, then maybe that's what Christmas that's trip. what the spirit is. It's given. Like I swear to God, down in Toys R Us, I was giddy. Listen, because... I love to give someone something for Christmas, but <laughs> 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 but. but for me, I love giving people stuff if it can. If the Mickey money's come in, I love giving people gifts and presents. That's if you go and even get something tiny. Mm. Oh, I have something got, tiny to give people for Christmas. <laughs> you've got your Pylander. What about uh, Barry? Did you get Barry the cat a present? No. Ah, here. Right. You're <laughs> what do you want? Okay, let's. Say, what 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 can I get you for Christmas? Uh, I want low-fat millionaire shortbread. That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, can you make a, a low-fat sticky toffee pudding? Because I'm, I'm on this special diet now, and it, it's like can, it's nearly... What can, you, what can you eat? I have to eat kind of bland and... Um, There's a lot of sugar in them. Yeah, I know. I know. It'll probably kill me. But it'll be a good way to die. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, you only live once, right? You may as well... <laughs> But I can't even drink anymore with the, this medicine. It's brutal. Like if, if I take a glass of wine, I took a glass of wine the other night watching, I've started to watch The Crown. Have you watched The Crown? Oh, I love The Crown. Holy, uh, Philip, Philip, hello you. I, I swear to God, I went to bed one night and all of my dreams was an English accent. Hello you, hello Philip. <laughs> and I started to watch, I binge watched it and I had a glass of wine. Jesus Christ, the hot, like I usually be able to put away a bottle. After one glass, the heartburn was killing me. I had to drink Gaviscon. Then I had to take an antacid. And I was awake most of the night with this desperate heartburn. But this is a side effect of this medication I'm on. And it's nearly like you've had a gastric band. Right. So it limits the amount you can eat because you feel really full. 
So, uh, so I don't know. I haven't weighed myself. I had lost last time I checked. I think I'd lost six pounds. I should weigh this myself. Is not, this is not the time of year to weigh yourself. Well, I'm delighted. I'm not hungry and I'm not really drinking. Mm. This could be a fabulous Christmas for me, or I could get totally depressed and be like, "Jesus, John was right." I know, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go think about what to buy you for Christmas. Yeah, I can't buy. I can't make you food because you're on. Uh, you're on a special diet. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like vegan food. You don't like vegan. You do like vegan food. You just. I like the pastry. You, you haven't ate my food properly yet. That's the problem, right? Right. Um, what can and I get you? I didn't think about it. And and can we talk about on on your birthday that I already got your birthday present, but that'll be revealed. I know. I'm not. I, I haven't talked about it or posted about it because I got it. It's exciting. I know it's exciting. But you, 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 you timed it wrong because they were given the 80% off last week on Black Friday. Ah, here. Well, I didn't have money then. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, listen, I think, I think we're done. Mm, I, yeah, I'm done. I, uh, I, okay, I'm going to buy you I'm gonna buy you something for Christmas. But it's yeah. not, I'm going to think about it. Yeah. And I'm going to surprise you with a Christmas right. present. Fuck. Great. I'm delighted that's cheered you up. <laughs> if anything, it's given me more anxiety. <laughs> God, forget it. Just bake me something. Anyway, great to chat with you. And, and everyone, like and subscribe. Yes, please. Isn't that what you have to say? Like and subscribe to Cracking Up. And give us a review. Give us a review. A five-star review or we'll find you and murder you. I don't know where you put these reviews, but put them somewhere. I've been trying to give us five stars. I won't accept them from me. <laughs> Okay, I'll check in with you next week. Right. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye.